Friends, has anyone invited themselves over to your house without an invitation? You know, just says they're coming over, right? We, uh, that's what Jesus does to Zacchaeus in the gospel. He invites himself to his house unannounced, right, without an invitation. Now, us priests, we get used to doing this. We do it all the time. No one, no one wants us to come over, right? So we just have to, to do it. And, in fact, uh, this year, um, our campus minister and I, Hillary, we decided to do uh, house blessings of the students. And so we invited ourselves over, but they had to accept it, of course, uh, to any dorm apartment or house to do the, the blessing of houses. And we did like, uh, I don't know, 30 maybe uh, over the course of a couple weeks. And uh, it was really nice because you get to see like every part of campus and housing and kind of sketchy conditions, various houses. And you get to see in their life and stuff, a lot of them were great hosts, you know, providing some food, some snacks, even some beverages, you know. And, uh, but part of the house blessing involves a scripture reading, and there's lots of options. But I always pick this one from Zacchaeus, right, in which Zacchaeus, Jesus invites himself to stay at uh, Zacchaeus' house. Um, it was three years ago when I told this story, so probably remember my Zacchaeus story if you're a parishioner. If not, I'm going to tell it really quick. Uh, I was visiting, I took a bus of high school students to see Pope Francis in Philadelphia whenever that was, 2015, something like that. We could not get close to seeing the Pope. We were like outside the line and I tried all the things I was told, find a cute baby and go by them. I was told find a, a nun because they'll they'll just plow through the, the crowds. We tried that. We could not get close. And so finally I said, kids, we've got to pull a Zacchaeus. And so we climbed a tree, about five of them and me, we climbed a tree overhanging the street that the Pope Mobile was going to pass by on. And I, of course, went out far on the limb, close to the street, and I thought, this is great. And then a Secret Service man came, walked up, looked up at me with a rifle and said, sir, you need to get down from there. And I said, what about Zacchaeus? <laughs> I really did say that. Um, what about Zacchaeus? Um, and he did not seem amused. He signaled with his rifle to the tops of the Buildings in which there were snipers uh, on every building uh, that I could see. And I said, kids, I think it's time we get down from the tree. <laughs> so he did not invite me over for dinner uh, to stay at his house that evening. But I was thinking about what if, uh, what would it be like if we invited Jesus over to our house, to stay at our house? C.S. Lewis has this great image in, in his book, uh, Mere Christianity. He says, imagine yourself as a living house. And then imagine Jesus coming to stay in. And he says he moves in and everything seems to be going fine for a day or two. But then he starts to just wreak havoc on the house. He starts to tear down walls. Starts painting rooms. Renovating parts of the house. 
He adds a new addition on. Starts building a porch out back. Right? He has, plays out this image. And then he says this. He says, you thought you were okay, comfortable in your little cottage that you were building. He's building a palace because he wants to come and live in it. You were content with your little house, the little nice cottage you had. But he's coming in to build a palace because he wants to come live there. And so I, I was just using this image of if Jesus came to stay at the house, the house, the temple that we are, right? I don't know. I think he, he wreaks some havoc. There's some peril. Like when I was blessing these houses, like you can tell there's some certain rooms that the students didn't particularly want me to go in and sprinkle with holy water. Like there were certain rooms that were off limits, you know, like they hadn't hidden everything they should have hidden before the priest showed up, you know. But that's the thing. We can't have any rooms in our house that are off limits to Jesus. When he says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, he wants to dwell. When, he's, when he says, I'm the, the way, he wants to dwell in our will, in our choices, in our decisions. He wants to dwell in every part of what it is that makes us choose things and do things. When he says, I am the truth, he wants to dwell in every part of our mind that forms what we think and how we see the world and what we believe. When he says, I am the life, he wants to dwell in our hearts, in every part of our hearts, so that we might love as he loves. And so are there any rooms in your house, spiritual house, that are off limits to Jesus. You invited him in, and you were like, don't go in that closet. Lewis says, most people like to keep Jesus in one room, just one hour a week. And maybe, a, maybe they dabble in that room just a little bit more during the week. But we just keep them in the one room. So are there spaces in our spiritual houses where we don't want Jesus to come in? Because it is kind of perilous for us. Because, I mean, look what happened to Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus has to redirect his entire life after an encounter with Jesus. Right? He has to redirect his entire life, make amends for what he's done wrong, change the trajectory of his life. He changes everything after this encounter with Jesus. After Jesus stays with him. Because right? in the Bible, to stay with someone is like code for sharing your life with them. Sharing your life with them. Jesus wants to come into our spiritual houses and share his life with us. But sometimes that means there's some walls that need to be torn down. There's some rooms that need to be painted. There's some additions that may need to be put on. There's some grass that needs to be cut. There's some leaves that need to be raked up, right? You play out the metaphor in our spiritual houses. So friends, that's my image that I've been praying with this week, is what in my spiritual house have I still not given Jesus access to? What room? Because he wants to dwell there and change me through that room.
and his palace is so much better than my cottage. I'm really content in my cottage. I love my cottage. But the house he wants to build inside of us is better. Better. But we've got to give him that permission. Zacchaeus was inspired to let him stay at his house. Uh, let's have the same courage in letting Jesus uh, come and dwell in our spiritual house so that what Jesus said to about Zacchaeus he could say about each one of us, which is that today and every day, salvation has come to this.